0: you ever want to know what's going on in the real estate market from somebody who's actually in it not just national headlines or news channels that just want to stoke fear but what's really actually going on and how do things kind of operate in the real estate world well you found the right spot i'm michelle Blogel and this is the realtor lady and I will tell you everything you want to know about real estate from my perspective here where I sit in Santa Cruz, California. So tell your friends you can't talk right now because you are with the realtor lady. It's Michelle, the realtor lady. How are you doing? So I was having coffee with a client today and she was telling me she had a really rough time with someone who did not tell the truth. And We got into this conversation about the different languages that are spoken in America. And she goes, well, it kind of boils down to, you know, English. And I said, lying, like lying is the second language in America. (laughs) It was like, it's in style now. Let's all just lie. This is not political commentary because the conversation we were having before that point was There are scammers out there online, people who lie about who they are. Both of our phones were ringing with spam calls. And I had talked about some other um, instances where people, tenants, had not said the truth. I mean, we've gone through this whole conversation where you have to be so guarded that people don't tell you the truth about things. And they don't tell you the truth about who they are. And they make personas, of course. We all know. I mean, you know. Uh, no caller ID and unidentified caller and all these. um, I mean, I've gotten calls from towns in certain states that I'm fairly certain that nobody who lives in that state or in that area even knows that town exists. I mean, we are in this era, probably more from computers, that it's hard to know who to trust. And I got me thinking, and I had a, another blog sent to me by a real estate company about lying, and that's one of the biggest fears that buyers have, and even sellers of working with realtors, because they have either had bad experience or somebody they know, and the realtor lied about the condition of the home that they bought, lied about The offer that they'd received and any conditions in that offer that they didn't know they were signing up for. Now, in a lot of my videos, I always counsel people to, uh, you know, when they're thinking of buying um, and selling and hiring a real estate agent, is to ask certain questions and kind of vet agents in a certain way. But I also caution people to make sure that they really understand what they want to do. And when you're, Kind of hedging around things that you want, like you're not saying the price you want to sell for, or you're you're asking a lot of questions but not giving the real background. Like, well, you know, I I want to make sure that the siding on this property is good, and it's like, well, all indications are that it is good, but you know, short of taking it off the wall. Well, you know, sometimes come to find out they lived in a house where, you know, half a wall fell off. And I mean, I actually sold the house without siding on it one time. And we were really nervous about what was underneath there. And I told the buyers, I did not know what was underneath there. I didn't think it would be that expensive. And he said, no, nah, I know it's going to be that expensive. And it, it was, I was wrong, but I wasn't in a position of lying about it anyway. So we get into positions and financial obligations. I mean, huge financial obligations, right? And big, huge purchases and huge sales, lots of zeros. And it's really important to get with someone that you feel that you can trust and that's going to tell you the truth. But that being said, the whole point of this podcast video is to explain to you that sometimes there's stuff as realtors that we cannot tell you. That we are under legal obligation not to tell you. We are not supposed to disclose if a couple is getting divorced, and that's why the property is for sale. Now, if I'm walking through with a buyer, and I'm looking around because I've seen a few of these houses, I've told the buyer more than a few times, "Oh, this is a divorce," and they're like, "How can you tell?" And I was like, "Well, there's only these certain clothes in the house, in the you know closet, clothes and." Well, if clothes were in the garage, that's an indication as well, right? Clothes in the closet from, you know, obviously one person. There's one fork out, one coffee cup, and we know it's owned by two people. I have not been wrong about this, but I think the most disappointing times are when I walk into a house with my buyers in tow. We're not talking broker tour where it's agent to agent when we know sometimes that information that is conveyed to us will stay private, and and an agent just says right up, ah, yeah, they're getting a divorce. Well, I mean, gosh, really, the next question would be, was it okay that you said that? So that also brings up questions that I get asked and I have over the years. Now, I haven't gotten asked what religion a buyer or seller is, but over the years, I have been asked private questions about a buyer or seller, and I've gotten really good at maneuvering around them, not lying, but masking or and not changing the subject like, oh, look, there's a unicorn. Not like that, but just saying, you know what? I didn't ask that. Is this house still for you? I didn't ask that, is this counteroffer going to work for you? I didn't ask that, but, you know, it really looks like they might be a good fit for the neighborhood. I saw them talking to the neighbor and petting the dog because those are really the guidelines I have to stay in. And then there's the disclosure dance. So look, in California, when you're buying here, and you should know this is you're selling, you really have to disclose just about everything you know. And I, it, I had a buyer in the last year, asked me all these questions and said, well, the seller doesn't know those things and they should tell us. And it's like, well, no, no, that's the key. The seller doesn't know, and they're not required to research on your behalf if you have a question and that question is not being answered. Um, That question might be, is there granite under this big, huge uh, mountain that's adjacent to the property? Or, um, You know, what kind of trees does the neighbor have, you know, where it might require them actually having to uh, have a geologist out or an arborist out? You know, it's like, no, if those are your questions, you got to go get those answered. But then there's other questions about um, a property or something that may have happened on the property. There is a really good chance a seller knows those answers. Like if somebody's died on the property and how they've died is relevant within the last three years. And I've talked about this before, but I always tell my sellers to be truthful and disclose it, even if it happened more than three years ago. Why? The, the disclosure law is only three for three years. And I sure, I'm sure an attorney may disagree with me. And there might be some law I'm not supposed to do this. But surprise, surprise is always the catalyst for a lawsuit. So to try to minimize surprise, I always tell a seller, nope, tell them everything you know, everything you got, give it all to them because more than likely they're going to find out. And I had a seller years ago, who didn't want to disclose that something tragic had happened to her family member on the property, but we had to, it was within the three years. And I said, you know what, do the neighbors know? And she said, oh yeah. I go, well, the neighbors are going to knock on the door as soon as the sign has gone out of the property. There's going to be a knock, knock, knock on the door, and it's going to be, hey, did you know what happened to the guy who lived here before you? So it's best to just get it out in front of it. And in that particular case, the agent is supposed to tell you. It's not um, in terms of religion, um, you know, marriage uh, situations or anything like that, which could be considered private. But there are disclosure laws here in California that you have to adhere to. Now, for some of the stuff that we have to skirt around, sometimes I think when a buyer or seller sees you doing that, they may feel like you're lying to them about other things or that you're lying to them where really you're actually almost just protecting your your fiduciary duty to that, that party that you're representing or, you know, actually just protecting yourself that you do not want to get into Discrimination zones, as it were. For instance, um, you know, if there's a neighborhood you can't, as a buyer's agent, even if you feel that neighborhood is no good and has lots of crime, even if you you say it has lots of crime, we're actually really not supposed to say that. That that's considered steering. We have to say, you know, I would um, check with the local. Uh, whoever it is, if it's sheriff or the police department and just see what they think of this neighborhood or tell you what, why don't you drive there at Friday night at 10 o'clock? You know what I mean? Like you, you have to do that if you have someone who, who doesn't know that neighborhood. There's just so many like, <laughs> we're just kind of people dancing on a hot tin roof sometimes. And I think that's why people, I mean, I think for good realtors, I think that's why people think realtors are lying. Not, and I'm not talking about the ones that try to push you into a cell and not disclose conditions about a property or something that might be going on w- within the area. But the the some of the dances that we have to do to make sure that we stay within our discrimination um, guidelines and laws, and then also within our disclosure uh, lanes, as it were. You know, there's there's people I work with that have family situations that I'm not going to disclose that unless they tell me. Like, sometimes when I'm se- uh, listing a house and I have a seller moving to a different area or I have a seller that just uh, they're downsizing and moving with family, I'll just say casually, okay, quit. Well, we can, we can just let the buyer that you, you really loved this home, but you're going to be near family, or you're going to go downstairs, or you're going to go live in New Zealand. I know some people that are going to do that. And and give reasons and give explanations so it doesn't look like you're actually trying to hide things. So I hope that makes sense. And I just think it was funny. We were laughing where I started out. The conversation is that, you know, it was just kind of, oh, there's English and there's lying. And I think it's just because it seems like in a lot of situations, you may not be dealing with someone who you thought you were, or they may have created some sort of persona that's not them. And then there's just this idea. There are certain people that lie. And I, I've said this before. It's, you know, car dealers, car, car um, Car salespeople, uh, lawyers, and and realtors, we have a bad reputation. But there's also some other stuff going on behind the, the um, kind of the pathway that we have to kind of lead you down, and how we just can't really spill our guts on every situation. And I have had people ask me very personal questions about buyers and sellers. And as I've gotten better, and I've I've gotten a little longer tooth in real estate, I've gotten better about just stating, um, you know, I think that's probably personal to them. And I don't know if they're comfortable telling us about that and having people go, Oh yeah, right. That's, that's right. Before I'd be like, yeah, well, you know, I don't know. That's none of our business. What do you think about this place? You know, that's when I'm, I first started. So anyway, uh, I think there's more languages in America than just, uh, English and lying, but, um, that's my, uh, video podcast for today. If you like this podcast, please uh, like, share, subscribe, and review. I, I don't have very many reviews. I think people like it in any comments. And then of course, if you could contact me and let me know if something or somebody you would like me to interview for the podcast, I would love it. All right. I will talk to you soon. Hey, it's The Realtor Lady, Michelle Replogle. Is there a subject you would like me to explore in real estate or maybe about Santa Cruz? Feel free to contact me, I'd love to hear from you. Or if you'd like me to help you buy or sell real estate, that's also something that I do. You can contact me on Instagram, Live the Santa Cruz Life, or on my website, michellesellsforyou.com, that's with one L. My Facebook page, Live the Santa Cruz Life as well, or check out my YouTube channel, Live the Santa Cruz Life with Michelle rupp and my email, michelle at Michellesellsforyou.com. I would love to hear from you.